Cutting the Curd has been brought to you by Academy Opus Cassius, the cheese industry's unique center for professional development, offering both practical and classroom training in the heart of France, specifically adapted for the Anglophone cheese professional. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Happy Friday afternoon to everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. Uh, the show is being engineered by Jack Inslee, and my guest today is Rachel Jewell, who's better known as Just Jewell, um, uh, who is the director of the Daphne Zeppos Teaching Award. Um, thank you for being on the show with us, Jewel. Thank you for asking me to come. Um, so we did a show um, last year, right after Daphne passed away, um, in remembrance of her and um, at that point, this effort was just getting underway, um, and we were really um, thrilled to, to hear of how successful it's been so far. Can you tell us a little bit about the award and um, how it came about and uh, what's been done to date? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it started early last summer, basically, when Daphne knew that she was going to be dying. Um, she worked with her husband, Brad Brown. She really wanted to leave an imprint um, on the industry. She already had, obviously, so many of us knew, but she really wanted it to be a lasting legacy. And so then she worked with her husband to create a vision of what she wanted it to be, and they um, came up with a scholarship, which was so fitting, um, given how much Daphne appreciated education. And I guess maybe we should back up. I like launched right into this. um, But some of our listeners may know, may have known Daphne Zeppos and some of our listeners might not have known Mm -hmm. Daphne Zeppos, but she was a really amazing woman. Um, uh, uh, She was worked in a lot of different facets of the cheese world. Um, She worked at artisanal here in the city to help them design their cheese caves and then later their education program. Um, She uh, founded the Essex Street Cheese Company, which is still in existence and sells really incredible cheeses, um, a a very small selection of really incredible cheeses. Um, And she also was the owner of the Cheese School in San Francisco, um, which was a really wonderful small school that uh, was purely dedicated to cheese appreciation and education. Um, And... uh, you know, she was a really special woman. So basically, Daphne um, learned that she had cancer, and um, after a, a you know a battle, um, passed away last year. And so this this award was set up in in her memory. And uh, as you said, it took the form of a scholarship. Can you can yeah. you tell us a little bit about the scholarship? Yeah. So then, um, just even kind of backing up even more, you know, it really fit with her career goals when she was um, active. And like you said, she had so many different areas that she worked in. She was in restaurants. She was in. Um, you know, affinage, she wrote all these things, but everything for her was important to educate and to increase exposure about the cheese uh, world. And so this scholarship is so fitting for that because her goal was that um, a U.S.-based professional would then be able to travel to Europe, learn about cheese, um, and then come back, though the whole point was that they would share their knowledge. And uh, then that would have a trickle effect, you know, to anyone that heard their um, they heard the information, and then they would go back to their stores and share all those things, um, things like that. And so 
um, yeah, the scholarship got set up. She um, called in her friends, basically, uh, to help. But really, and that show that you had after she died, you know, already really brought up the point that this was her baby. This was her idea. It's we're executing it. But really, everything was her ideas. And we're following it to a T. Literally, she was very explicit about it. That's amazing. I mean, um, yeah, she had a very, she was a very um, strong, special person in that she kind of uh, took her last, you know, months to devote her energies to that to make sure it got set up the way that she wanted to. It was just really um, exemplary of how brave, you know, and what a unique person she is. Yeah. Um, So... Daphne, I mean, I feel like we should tell we should like tell a Daphne story because I feel like I learned so much from her, um, you know, in so many different um, aspects um, of my cheese career. And sorry, this is my son, Max, who's contributing to the conversation here. But one of my favorite um, presentations ever at the ACS was one that she set up about uh, transhumans. Mm -hmm. Um, She brought in an anthropologist. from uh, I believe she was American, but she spent um, quite a bit of time with shepherds in the Pyrenees in the 80s and studying um, their families, studying how they would move up and down the mountain with their animals. And, um, you know, her approach to all of those things, it was just so deep, so thorough. Um, And so I feel like, you know, anyone who's applying for this scholarship is in for, you know, a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, and definitely the people that we have um, who've already volunteered to be hosts of um, the the winner are going to give an incredible experience. You know, they're going to be able to really, the, the winner's really going to be able to immerse themselves in whatever interest that it is, whether it's, you know, um, Basque-style cheeses or if it's, you know, French um, soft cheeses, anything that they want to do. Really, the experience they're going to have is just going to be completely life-altering. Now, are there any kind of... Um uh, limitations as to what people can apply for with the scholarship, like geographic regions or um, types of cheese or types of experiences, or is it the world is your oyster? Pretty much right now, it's um, the Europe is the main goal, at least for the first year, um, that they would travel to Europe. So then um, can't go anywhere in the U.S. Um, and in the future, you know, we would like to explore options of potentially um, them being able to travel elsewhere. But D- Daphne, at least from you know what um, Brad understood and um, Ari understood what her wishes really were, were that she um, that the winner would go to Europe. And but when they're there, they can learn go anywhere. They can learn about Goudas, or they can choose a multi destination trip where they're like, okay, let's visit kind of the grandfathers of cheese and learn about Parmesan and learn about um, Comte and then learn about you know sheep's milk cheese from Spain, things like that. Or it could be that they spend the entire time and all the funds in one location. So they have a great deal of um, autonomy in choosing this. Wow, that's incredible. And so the scholarship, it's not based on an amount of time or anything like that. It's based on a dollar amount, and then the, the applicant can do with it what they will. Exactly. So they can either use those. Um, it's going to be a $5,000 scholarship. Um, they can use those funds however they choose. It can assist in paying for um, bills while they're away. So if they have rent here in the U.S., um, obviously they're going to have bills. They can put the money towards that so that they then can have more freedom. Um, over in Europe, a lot of our um, destinations that have already spoken up of wanting to host are willing to cover costs, so that way they could put the money towards things back home. But again, yeah, the it's just a dollar amount. You choose how you want what you want to do with it. Um, and so, can we talk about that for a minute? Who are your host um, partners, and who has signed on so far to help with this education process over the across the pond? Yeah, so so far we have three that have um, 
come on board. We have Hervé Mons. Um, who who's actually a sponsor of this show. His Academy Opus Caseus is a, a, a generous sponsor of Cutting the Curd, so yeah. that's great. Yeah, so it's fan- yeah, he's fantastic. He um, approached, actually, when I was at Fancy Food Show just a uh, couple months ago and really wanted to be able to offer his location and accommodations and everything to a winner. Um, the other is Mary Quick of Quick's Cheddar in Devon, um, England, who's a fantastic personality. I love her to bits. Um, she's volunteered. She uh, accepts pretty regularly people to come and just for a day or for a week or whatever to come um, make cheese with at her farm. But uh, this would be then she's really, really excited to be able to sponsor um, the winner. And then also the other one is Jason Hines of Neil's Yard Dairy. He's extending an invitation um, for anyone to be able to come and work there in London. So that's that sounds phenomenal that sounds phenomenal whoever wins the scholarship is going to be a very very lucky person yeah so um the applications are out am i mm-hmm. am i correct yep mm-hmm. you can download them um at our newly set up website uh daphne zeppos teaching org. so pretty simple um we also have a facebook page but this website is where you can download documents um on there also is the vision that daphne had written um, to be able to read, but also download and you know have as a copy, um, which I really highly recommend reading that because for me, the first time I read it, it felt like Daphne was talking to me. It's just written in such it's written in a um, a future um, outlook and perspective, looking back on the last three years and seeing how far we've come in the award, um, how many people have won. It's because the person um, I should clarify too, the person who wins will have to return to the U.S. and teach at ACS the following year. I was going to ask, that, yeah. was my, that was another question that I had, how will this um, information be disseminated? Yeah, so that was her, again, Daphne was incredibly explicit. There was no gray area of how she wanted it done. Um, so they, the person basically also can travel whenever they want, but they have to be able to return, obviously, enough in time and gather their information, their presentation, because they, they will have a time slot at ACS where they will present all their information they learned to all the people who are attending. And just in case any of our listeners don't know, um, ACS is the American Cheese Society. Um, their website is cheesesociety.org, and they're kind of the the um, educational body, I would say, and sort of um, industry body for, for art- artisan cheese making um, here in the United States. And they have an annual conference every year um, in late August, usually, or early August. Early, yeah. yeah. Um, and it changes cities. So... Um, like I said, Daphne's presentations at the ACS conference were always my favorite. So um, it's 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 really exciting to know that this tradition is going to continue. Yeah, I was thinking actually that um, you know on my way over here, I was thinking about how last year at ACS was when um, Daphne was. Um, or actually it was given to her husband um, because she had just passed away, but the Lifetime Achievement Award. And so it was a highly emotional um, mm. experience. Mm. You know, I wasn't there, but just by all count, you know, incredibly tearful, and especially it was so raw, everything. It was just incredibly bittersweet, you know, taken too soon. But now I look at this year, it's going to be incredibly emotional, but almost for a very positive thing, you know, for all of us who were there last year or have been part of this journey will be, Daphne's still there, but it's kind of, you know, it's her legacy that's there instead of this sad memory, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think um, this is a good time to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk more about the scholarship, um, the foundation, and different events that are happening around the country to support. Um, So stay with us on Cutting the Curd.
Change is coming around the bend. Shotgun wedding and a story. You're listening to Basilica by the Hollows on Heritage Radio Network.org. To feed a girl from the fingerboard. Next time you step up. The Academy Opus Cassius is the cheese industry's unique center for professional development, offering both practical and classroom training for cheese professionals ready to move their careers to the next level. When you come to learn at the Academy, we instill our love for cheese, our expertise, and our experience so that you can support artisanal producers, impeccably care for the fine cheeses you carry, and serve your customers with skill and enthusiasm. We integrate hands-on practice, formal instruction, and classroom discussion in all of our courses. The Academy's programs are offered at the Mons Fromagerie in the heart of France, where cheese undergoes affinage and cheeses are received, prepared, and shipped. Several Mons retail shops are nearby. The surrounding countryside is the home to producers whose excellent cheeses are cared for by the Mons team. The Academy has been recognized by the American Cheese Society as the first and only approved education center for those preparing for the certified cheese professional exam. The Mons Cheese Business has more than 50 years' experience caring for and teaching about cheese in France, a country known as the source of some of the world's greatest cheeses, deepest cheese tradition, and the highest level of technological research and rigor in cheese making and ripening. Enroll now for Essential Foundations for Cheese Professionals or Affinage, the Art and Science of Maturing Cheese. For more information, visit www.academy-mons.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E-M-O-N-S.com. Certified Cheese Professional is a registered trademark of the American Cheese Society. And we are back on Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. Um, I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. Jack Inslee is engineering this show. And my guest today is Jewel, uh, Rachel Jewel, from the Daphne Zeppos Teaching Award. Um, now, is your official title director or? Uh, chief administrator. Chief administrator. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the structure of the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, can you let me know who's on the board of directors yeah. and who, who else is with you in this charge to educate in the cheese world? Yeah, definitely. Um, again, as we were saying too, Daphne um, orchestrated the whole thing. So she chose all of her board members. Um, and so the president is Mo Frechette of Zingerman's Mail Order. Um, and then the other board members, and a lot of them were very key in helping her set up, were Jason Hines, Neil Ziard Derry, um, Ari Weinsvig of Zingerman's, and then um, also uh, Sam Moganum of Buy Right Market, Charlotte Cammon of Bedford Cheese Shop, um, Peggy Smith and Deborah Dickerson of Cowgirl Creamery, Tomales Bay Foods, and then also um, Kathy Gaffney of Wegmans, Kathy Strange of uh, Whole Foods, and Greg O'Neill of Pastoral in Chicago, and then also um, Amelia Magnucci of DeBruner Brothers, and also um, her husband, sorry, Brad Brown. Wow, that's a that's an all star. Yeah, that's an all star lineup of uh, of cheese people. For it's pretty sure. intense when we're all in the same room together. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Um, so, can you tell me a little bit about um, how the foundation has gone about raising funds, um, past events, current events, future yeah. events? Um, it's it, there's some really um, creative and exciting things that people have done to help with this cause. Yeah, definitely. So we started off the fundraising at ACS last year um, when the uh, teaching war was announced. 
Um, so since in the first, so that would have been those months there up until 2012, we raised just over $100,000, which was fantastic. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but we got a lot of help, obviously, from the community all over the country, really. Um, and so actually, one of the we had many, many different events. And basically, um, what we encouraged from the board when people would ask, you know, what can I do? We basically instilled this is our advice is do what you already do, just somehow raise money. <laughs> and so then if you sell cheese, sell cheese, but do a percent off for and, you know, percent of the donations then go to our percent of the proceeds go towards the award. Um, a lot of that happens, especially during the holiday seasons, where people um, obviously increase sales, so they would donate 25% of, say, Essex cheese to um, the proceeds there to the award. Or, um, yeah, that was a lot of what happened. But one of the coolest events that I thought of um, didn't actually bring in tons and tons of money, but I just thought it was really cool. It was, um, I remember it was right before American Cheese Month because our goal was to have. Um, the our social networking we hadn't done yet because all this was semi-rushed you know um and so we were kind of just keeping up with everything and so then right we launched our facebook page and our twitter on october 1st for american cheese month oh wow yeah and so it was really i was really excited about that and i was helping set it all up and i you know we're brainstorming the twitter account and i was actually working with mo frechette and he says yeah, do Twitter, but I, I really don't think it's all that important. Facebook page is going to be the thing. And I'm like, I don't know. We should do Twitter. We'll, so we'll do it. And so the first day, and I'm fumbling through Twitter. I was not, not very good at it at all. <laughs> don't know the vocabulary, oh so I apologize. <laughs> I, I am illiterate. Yeah, yeah. I Tweeting the words, retweet, things kept coming at me. I didn't understand. Um, <laughs> I was very overwhelmed. But I was doing my best to try to just spread the word somehow virally. And all of a sudden, I got a retweet, or someone tweeted at me something, and said, oh, it's Katie from Beehive Cheese in Utah. We are so excited. This is great. Um, but we're actually going to do a fundraiser. And I hadn't heard anything about it. So I was so excited because this was the first event that we had heard of. No one had organized anything yet. Oh, wow. And so she was like, okay. And I was like, I was so excited. So I retweeted back or something, my email address, so she could write me for the full details. And it turned out that they had been brainstorming, but no one really knew. And they didn't know how to contact anybody because we had no like public information out there. So they ended up partner- partnering up with uh, Gordon Edgar from Rainbow Grocery in San Francisco, who's a fantastic personality, and made T-shirts with him on it, paired up with their barely buzzed cheese and all this thing. And so her and I brainstormed what we could do with these t-shirts. You know, they wanted to somehow help with the DZTA and these shirts. So they ended up, the company themselves ended up making a cash donation and then giving us all of the t-shirts. They gave us 50 different t-shirts and to bring in more donations. So then we sold them via Facebook um, and they're still available. We still have quite a bit. Um, but we ended up bringing in $730 just from these t-shirts. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was just really, really great. It was, you know, small, but yet really exciting. It was funny. It was, ingen- you know, just everyone got a crack out of it, especially Gordon. He's seen himself all over the place. You know, I was shamelessly <laughs> posting that everywhere, you know, pictures of me wearing it. And like, oh, wouldn't you want this Gordon swag, you know, for the DZTA? And he was humiliated. But it was really funny. And it was just a really great way I think to kind of kick off everything you know a little lighthearted, and you know in light of all the sadness and too it was just exciting because it was our first event and I like to say that see Twitter paid off yeah <laughs> absolutely I mean Twitter is one of those things that, yeah I just I don't get it but I know that it's important yeah it works so, somehow it works <laughs> exactly exactly wow so that's well that's incredible very creative yeah. um and I I know you mentioned you have another big event coming up yeah. um, pretty soon in Burlington mm-hmm. yep so it's next Sunday actually uh March 24th up in Burlington Vermont um Molly Stevens approached us who is a very close friend of Daphne and she had just been back visiting Brad in San Francisco 
And she came home and called us up and said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have to do an event. I have to do something for Daphne. And she was really had no ideas. She's like, I just want to raise money somehow. But Vermont was a great place for Daphne. You know, she really helped us in the community. Great support. We all love her. We have to give back somehow. And so we ran a couple ideas past her. But then it literally became this just domino effect of an event. And she just started making phone calls literally and uh she called up ari and he was like yep whatever you need i'll be there and she called up allison hooper yep whatever you need i'm gonna be there she called up mateo Kaler of uh jasper hills and he said yep whatever you need i'll be there and it's just phone call after phone call of yep whatever you need like cash you know cheese whatever and then they found a venue um that was they donated the space it's this great um historic train station in uh, burlington wow and uh yeah they've got food galore coming in from all these different cheesemakers in Vermont. Um, I think as of now, there's about 10 different cheesemakers that are going to be there just in the Vermont area. And then uh, great restaurants are donating food and alcohol and the whole nine yards. It's going to be a really, really fantastic party. And Ari's going to speak, um, do some book signing. They're actually going to have a cheese poetry wall, which I think is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that I was really excited to hear about. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. very Vermont. I feel like people yeah. will definitely like get into it. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah. They actually just saw an ad that the local newspapers is a, uh, getting people already excited to start thinking about what kind of cheese poetry they want to write you know it's pretty <laughs> funny it's, it was it got it, i guess it came from the idea of all this publicity about funny cheese signs that's been in all the news right? oh yeah there was that new york times article a couple of weeks back about yeah. cheese signs and and how um yeah cheesemongers are kind of also writers in a way yeah yeah and so then she got this idea to then make everybody a poet who is there and be like they're going to taste all the cheese and then behind them will be like big huge paper basically on the wall and then you'll go and write on the wall what you would describe how you would describe this cheese in some funny has to be a funny kind of you know or unique way that is awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. God, I, I wish I was going to be in Burlington next weekend. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, there's tickets still available. Um, and those are all available. We set up an Eventbrite site. Um, oh, great. Yeah. And so is that also through your website? Yeah. So then that, or actually on the Facebook page, is there's an event on our Facebook page okay. for Ahead of the Curd. Sorry, that's the name of the fundraiser. Ahead of the Curd. I <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, it's great. We've got a beautiful orange logo, um, or more golden. And uh, yeah, you can buy tickets directly through there. Um, they're $50 each, which is a great, I think it's a fantastic, um, deal yeah, for all the, deal for all the people that are going to be there and, and cheese poetry. Come on. Yeah, come on. How could you pass it up? <laughs> I think there'll, there'll be t-shirts too. I think, I mean, it's going to be this fantastic event and it's huge for us because we're looking at raising uh, $10,000 yeah. for this event. So it's the biggest event that we've had by a long shot, um, so far in the process. Wow. That's great. And so if people want to launch their own event, mm-hmm. how do they go about contacting you to set that up? Um, so they can definitely send me an email. Um, that's been the best way, uh, which is Rachel Jewel at EssexCheese.com. And Jewel is, um, J U H L. Correct. Yep. So R A C H E L J U H L at EssexCheese.com. Okay, great. And that's the best way. And then we can set up a time to chat on the phone or just an email and bounce off ideas, what your plans are. And we help out any way we can. I was actually just at Zingerman's last week right. for um, uh, a business training seminar. And they organized uh, a, an event for Daphne while I was there. It was just kind of a night of remembering Daphne. And they had yeah. these different cheesemongers get up and tell their stories of, about Daphne and yeah. how they first met or, you know, a story about how she inspired them or educated them. And, um, and they actually auctioned off, um, some Zingerman's, 
uh, Conte posters because Zingerman's uh, if you know you guys have never if our listeners have don't know about Zingerman's look it up Zingerman's.com they have an amazing art department that has been you know sort of it was you know born of one person working in the deli back in the day and now they have all this amazing signage so I I bought a a Conte poster that uh, um, and the money went to the foundation so I was like hey this is such a it's a deal you know you get a poster and the money goes to the foundation exactly it's for a very good cause yeah yeah that's really great. So when are these scholarships due? Yeah, so the applications need to be submitted by May 31st. Um, and all that all that information is on the website, but just for review, um, it's available, uh, or you send it to me directly um, via email okay. with all the uh, requirements. So then um, in the application packet, it specifies what that includes. So um, there's a basically a vision that the applicant has to write about how they believe they're going to use this in, um, education that they're going to be getting. And then also there's letters of recommendations to submit and other pieces of paperwork. But, um, yeah, May 31st is the deadline. That's fantastic. Well, get on it, people. Yeah. What an amazing <laughs> opportunity, a $5,000 scholarship to go and learn about cheese in Europe. I mean, I can't imagine. I want to apply. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I know we were talking about it. The things like this weren't around, you know, when we were starting out. And I would absolutely love, you know, to go back. And if I had something that I would have applied many times. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, so and then you're at over $100,000. What mm-hmm. is the final goal for your fundraising? So the final goal is a quarter of a million, 250000 um, Because what that will do is allows us to become an endowment where then basically um, it will feed the scholarship pay for it in perpetuity so that every year we'll have this $5,000 scholarship and um, fundraising will still occur if because people want to do things for it but um, that will get us to the point where we'll be you know set for every year that that's amazing that's amazing well it's funny one of my favorite coffee shops when I was in college was a place called the gray dog which is in the west village and their tip jar had a sign on it that I always remember the tip jar said karma is a boomerang (laughs) that's awesome and I feel like with Daphne that statement could not be more true Mm -hmm. and to just see that kind of perpetuated now um, through this foundation and all of the generous and creative ways that people have come up with to support it it's really heartening. Yeah, I think it's so great because so many people in this process, you know, I just keep getting so overwhelmed because um, how, how many people are reaching out and sharing their Daphne stories, you know, or and then all of it usually comes down to this one commonality of I met her one time or I only got to see her once a year, but every time it was incredibly special and she had this incredibly lasting impact. And I know that was for me personally that I had very limited physical contact with her, but had an incredible a presence always in my mind about setting goals for what I want to do with my career or just even personally and your outlook on food and things like that. And so she gave so much. It's so nice to see that or for all of us now to have the opportunity, like you said, like a boomerang, you know, it's our way to give back to Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure uh, talking with you and a real pleasure hearing about all the progress that the um, that the Daphne Zeppos Teaching Award has made. And I can't wait to hear about the first scholarship recipient. Yeah, July 31st, it'll be made and it's announced at ACS. So be, be there if you can. <laughs> Fantastic. And ACS, again, this year is in Madison. Uh, you can find out about it at cheesesociety.org. Um, And uh, again, thank you, Jewel. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. It's wonderful. We'll be back next week with another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the cosmos 
on the Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> <laughs> 